0: It is frustrating because, like, the amount of work these teams go through to actually like understand the patented things and like invent new things to get around them, like, it's incredible. Like the work and intelligence that goes into avoiding these patents is really frustrating.
1: I'm Matt, the organizer of the SF Video Technology Meetup and the Demux Conference, and I'm Steve, creator of VideoJS, the open source video player,
2: and I'm Phil. Streaming specialist at Mux in London and organizer of the London
1: Video Technology Meetup. And you're listening to Demuxed, a podcast for and by engineers working with video. Demuxed is brought to you by HeavyBit, a program dedicated to
2: helping
0: startups take their developer products to market. For more information, visit heavybit.com.
2: We're always looking for topics, so if you have any suggestions or just want to tell us how wrong
1: we are, you can find us on Twitter at Demuxed. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the first Demux podcast in approximately a million years. A hot minute. It's been since the last Demux podcast. Yes.
2: What podcast is this?
1: (laughs) It's the one that says, it's got the little like, the moon icon next to it for me Mm. in my podcast app, which means archived (laughs) or dormant or something. Ugh, so sad. So we're trying out a different format here. This is hopefully going to be a recurring monthly thing where just the three of us aren't going to have a guest and we're going to talk through video tech news, updates in the community, whatever else. Uh, But we'll still have, hopefully, more episodes (laughs) with guests uh, here over the next few months interspersed throughout. Mm -hmm. But at least once a month, you can expect to hear Phil and Steve's sultry voices and me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't feel comfortable calling my own voice sultry, so we'll... Matt, <laughs> your voice is lovely. Silky smooth, right? That's what yeah. you were saying earlier, mm-hmm. right?
2: Silky smooth. Thanks, man. A little bit of sibilance on the end of it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Man. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's uh, let's dig in. I think on my general topics list, first I've got that IRL meetups are back. Worth noting that we are back in person.
0: IRL me- of SF VidTech. Yeah. Or in general. SF VidTech. Like in the world? Yeah. IRL meetups.
1: I'm just saying, like, I'm seeing a lot of IRL meetups happening now. Like, video, the SF video was back in person for most of last year. Uh, Most of the meetups were, you know, it's been smaller than it was in 2019 before Mm, everything went online. mm. I think the last meetup was February, in person meetup was February 2020. And that was a really good one. I think we had like 40 ish people show up to that one. Like We haven't touched that yet in 2020. Have we, have we missed any meetups at this point? We've, we've not had a meetup one time, and that was September of the, this last year.
0: September oh, man, in, in what eight eight a years. streak. In, in eight, eight years, we've missed years. one month. I mean, not that I can take credit. I've showed up to like <laughs> one. <laughs> That's amazing. Like, kudos. That's awesome. So
1: IRLs. But IRLs I'm are kind back. of back, <laughs> which is kind of a nice. Like the old, like the New York Video Meetup, I think had their first meetup in like years nice. this month. That's not the New York. That's not to be confused with the New York Video Tech Meetup um. that the the Vimeo crew mostly runs. I think Vimeo and JW Player mostly organized the New York Video Tech Meetup. Mm-hmm. There's the New York Video Meetup, which is a little bit more more uh, video, less
2: tech. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, it's an old. It's it's a little bit more like production, mm. like, creator-based as opposed to, like, streaming-based. I went to it one time. It was actually one of the reasons why I started SF Video Tech. It was because I went to that meetup thinking it was going to be about the technology, and it wasn't. It was, like, a bunch of, like, writers and directors and creators. So it was really cool. It was just, like, wasn't.
2: Mm-hmm. I joined this meetup in London that's, like, uh, a video creator meetup. So, like, every couple of weeks we'll get, like, a... Like a dancer or a model or something like that, and like put them in like interesting situations, and like you take along like video recording equipment and like learn from each other on how to produce video. It's pretty cool. Cool. I enjoy it. Nice. I was gonna say what is getting harder. I don't know if you well, you don't have this problem here. It's getting hard to find venues. It's almost like everyone closed their offices. Mm. Yeah, pandemic. It's like finding venues for meetups is starting to get. Painful for some. I find it tough in London. I'll be honest, I don't like you certainly do not have this problem. No, it's <laughs> not like
0: a castle you can meet in somewhere. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Why does that keep going up today? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so heavy bit, which is where the SF video tech was for we moved out of the Bright Cove SF kitchen to the Heavy Bit event space, which was an amazing like meetup mm-hmm. space. It was perfect and now post the heavy bit clubhouse closed poor one out rest in peace heavy bit is still around and fine but the clubhouse closed during the pandemic and so mux our our company moved into an office with a nice meeting space overall it's great but i will say like getting in like it's just like Security? Yeah, like the security. just like mm. not as warm as it used yeah. to be. Like a heavy bit, you kind of like walked right in. Yeah, you'd have to go around like the sketchy back alley if you showed up a little bit late. Like step over someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, you know, the yeah. alley could be hit or miss a little bit. But like mm. you were kind of like you are right in the meetup like when you walked through the doors. Yeah. And like, I don't know, like having to pay like a task rabbit downstairs. It's just like, it's a little bit colder on the entrance mm. and like I think it makes a difference. I don't know. Just yeah. hand, hand out cupcakes at the front door or something like that. Make it warmer.
0: There you go. <laughs> Mittens, mittens—they
1: <laughs> literally make it a little bit warmer. The main thing that I really did want to make sure that I covered there was that uh, Montevideo, nice pronunciation. Hey, yeah, hey, that, hey that's hey. brilliant, Montevideo. Uh, JP and the Qual Labs folks. Uh, this is—if you—if you came to Demux, you probably saw them at least mention this. They, there was a lightning talk that, that touched on this, but they're doing a really cool summer camp type thing. So you can go work out of their office in Montevideo. It sounds amazing. Oh, it sounds so jealous. Freaking awesome. We're still trying to, like, I'm personally still trying to make it happen, but saw the meetup list for mm-hmm. next month. It looks sick. Will Law, who's also speaking at the SF Video Tech meetup, which I think he just did Paris as well, didn't he? I want to be Will when I grow up. <laughs> I want to be Will when I grow <laughs> up, too. Um, okay, so uh, any Demux news? What, what's happening with Demux Europe, Phil? What? Is that like going around? Sure. <laughs> Sounds Not to true. put you on the spot. Not to put me on the spot.
2: Not to put me on the spot. You know. You think it's twenty twenty three. Do you think it's twenty twenty four? Do I think it's twenty twenty three or twenty twenty four? I uh, would love to do one in twenty twenty three. Um, if I'm going to do one in twenty twenty three, I should probably start looking at venues. Uh, pretty sharpest when I get back to London, but castle. <laughs> We we have some venues. We we know some like venues a sweet club in Berlin or something. No, I mean we have some we have some venues in London. We there's a big like wall around the UK now, right? Yeah, I mean it's Europe in the sense that it's the continent uh, rather than Europe in the sense that it's like the EU. It's demuxed Europe, not demuxed EU. Got it. Mm-hmm.
1: Other notes: the YouTube videos are all online. Yep, except. For demuxed? The most YouTube videos are online. Oh, cool. including lightning talks? Including lightning talks. But not the special guest. But not the special guest.
0: Oh, why not?
1: I think I just got the recording yesterday. He only went by Tim, who is our amazing editor that mm-hmm. cuts these things up every year, just went by the schedule. And so, like, when he was done with the schedule, he just stopped editing. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was <laughs> like and then, not in the schedule. And then like I asked that. him, and he was like, oh sick. And so he, yeah, he found it and edited it for us and color corrected a bunch of stuff. That, oh, color correction. Uh, we're sorry. We're sorry about not that. Color correction. There might have been some lux turned on on some monitor mm-hmm. laptops, but mm-hmm. anyway. That was amazing though. The special guest. Oh <laughs> It was really oh good. Oh my gosh. So we're excited, but, but that should be online by the time this podcast comes out, hopefully. But if it's not, go check it out. Um, we're checking out venues for 2023 yes. right now? spent.
2: Now we're chatting about them this week, didn't we? Yep. What does that mean, chatting about Do you have ideas?
1: We have ideas. There's a comedy club that's actually a dark horse right now. What's the deal with
2: airline food?
1: (laughs) What's the
0: deal with (laughs) iFrames? Wait. Big enough to fit? Yeah. Wow. That's a massive comedy club. Yeah.
1: Honestly, it looks pretty cool. So, I mean, there's there's a chance that we go back to... Bespoke, which I think has been an amazing venue Mm -hmm. for us for a couple of years. But it is the ceiling. We could fit more people in there, but it would be at the cost of some of the soft seating, which I thought was really valuable there. Mm. And also, like, we can't start before 10 a.m. if we're there again, because, like, the one door being open and the security, it just got weird. So, Mm -hmm. some -hmm. lessons learned there. Mm -hmm. But then there's also the trade off of like having a venue that's so turnkey versus like, yeah. Having a venue where we have to go stall AV and st- anyway. Mm-hmm. So we're working on it, but we're also trying to avoid some other things. What we do know now is like we're leaning towards it's either going to be really early in October or yep. late in October. But mid October is kind of a minefield of like, yeah, it was an B- MPEG an event yeah. and an IEEE event. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. I'm
2: trying to, trying to pay nice in the community, aren't we? Yes. Wait, what about the one that was after Bespoke? The uh... when the dog <sighs> patch. Midway.
1: Midway. Midway's still mm. in the running. Okay. So okay. Midway and Bespoke are like the two top ones that we're thinking about. The Midway needs like a lot of AV. It's it's a right. lot of work from that yeah, yeah, perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, got it. I remember you guys running all over the place there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool.
2: It was a great venue. It's a great venue.
1: Okay, let's move into let's move into the newsletter adjacent topics that we're talking about this month. So I actually don't don't know if this is in the newsletter, but I have it written down in my notes of something I want to talk about. But Mediachrome marching towards 1.0. We're gonna, we're gonna start there. Yeah, we're gonna start <laughs> there. We're just gonna launch right into it.
0: Hey Steve. Hi. Tell me about it. Yeah. Mediachrome, this thing that I've been selling to the audience here for what feels like a decade. Might literally be a decade because 2013, 2014. It's the first talk on web components. Anyway, right? I think so. Yeah, uh, twenty fourteen. There's like an Alex Converse talk, and then I followed that with some like web components, something like that.
2: I think yeah, the wavelet Codex talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was uh, wasn't that the uh, dude wears my wavelet Codex? Yeah, That's maybe a it's great that talk episode. title for it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, Media Chrome, which some people may have seen, is yeah, web components, browser web components for. For video players, like building the UI components, you can kind of build your player from scratch without needing to actually build a play button from complete scratch and, and things like that. So Media Chrome has been around for a couple of years now. We've been building it towards, I guess, more production ready, and uh, it's already been used in in the Mux player, which is used across a ton of sites. And so we feel pretty confident about it. And uh, so Media Chrome itself, we're moving to 1.0. It's been in
1: it's also Caffeine. Caffeine uses it in air production Caffeine's player. using
0: it. We've been talking to Microsoft about using it. Runway ML uses it. Oh, they
1: are? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Previous uh, guests on this podcast, yeah. by the way. I <laughs> think the last guest on this podcast. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, so. man.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, no, I mean, people are using it and kicking, been kicking the tires. We feel pretty confident in it. And yeah. Uh, you know semver versioning is an interesting thing we've been using like the 0.0 dot version for for media chrome because it allows us to like i don't know break things a little bit easier as we've been exploring and learning and things like that but now i think we feel pretty confident to move it to a, a 1.0 and what we've been hearing from people is like you know for certainly for production use cases like you want to feel like okay this is at least 1.0 before we're like putting it in front of production you know, viewers and stuff, and so there's kind of no reason it shouldn't be 1.0 today, since we're already using it in the mux player and it's it's on these production sites. But there's still a few things that we want to do to kind of clean it up and make sure that like we're not gonna do any like API or CSS breaking things in in it after we actually lock it down to 1.0. So anyway, it's exciting to get there, and
1: uh, should be in the next couple of months. Nice. In the meantime. There was a, actually the the MAVE team oh, yeah. rebuilt a like a winamp theme in the Media Chrome player, which <laughs> I thought of, I feel so happy about that. Is there a website where you can like try that with secret URL? Oh yeah, on stream.new. Wait, what is the what is the URL though?
2: Isn't it stream.new
1: V slash video winamp?
2: Isn't it just slash winamp on the end of the URL? I think it URL. is just slash winamp. Okay,
1: so if you upload a video to stream.new and then just append slash winamp. I'm pretty sure get you know, like it is. the yeah. old one amp theme. They they built the Demux player They did, yeah. right? For 2023, yeah, awesome. did a great job with that as well. Really Good. great job. So shout out Mave.io. Okay, cool. So the other one, the next one on my list was this Vectus IP announcing a call. This was back in September, so it's been a minute since we've launched these newsletters.
2: What is Opus? Matt just typed in his laptop.
1: No, patent clouds for the Opus Code. It was on like dang, LWN.net. So, yeah, it's still. It was designed from the beginning to avoid existing patents in the field and be royalty free, blah, blah, blah. And then Vectus, a premier full. <laughs> <that's> an <laughs> evil
0: name. Oh Vectis. my God.
1: <laughs> A premier full suite IP licensing and consultancy boutique is collecting patents that are claimed to be read on Opus.
2: That's a weird way to say patent troll.
1: Yeah, it's a really. It's a, it's a big mouthful for just really ultimately meaning patent troll. So just throwing this out, I mean, like, the, I think there has been, this has actually been stated by, like, the people that are a little bit more, that have been historically skeptical about initiatives like AV1 mm-hmm. have been, mm-hmm. how sure are you that it won't get hit with some sort of patent? And, like, I mean, Opus is, as far as, like, you know, internet codecs are concerned, ancient. It's not, wait, no, it's not yeah,
0: so Opus is Opus is a new one. And ah oh, god, it's so it's so frustrating because like, the new one 2012, 10 year, the ten new year one, old. the new open source code 20 yeah, a decade old. But is it is frustrating because like the amount of work that these teams go through to actually like understand the patented things and like invent new things to get around them, like yeah. it's ins- it's incredible like the like Work and intelligence that goes into avoiding these patents to then have like this group who's just going to like waste a ton of time in the court. Like it could turn into something that's like, I don't know, it goes to courts and like they, I don't know how these things get resolved. (laughs) I have no idea how these things get resolved, but like it's really frustrating.
1: No, and the worst part is that ultimately it ends up getting challenged by some guy that's like, well, I actually have a patent for showing pictures really fast to your cat. Like somehow they got the patent for it, like of like shuffling papers really yeah. quick, and it's like it's basically same same.
2: IBM patented meetings under fifteen minutes, very famously, wasn't
1: it? Was oh it fifteen minutes, I don't remember how long it was. Okay. That was a long time ago. Okay, cool. So now that we showed, we know nothing about the history of Codex. Uh, well, let's
2: talk about the other patent news. There's more patent news.
1: What was the other patent news?
2: Your patent news. Well, I mean.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Kick it. off. yeah. off. I want to kick it off. Yeah.
2: So Twitch and Amazon are being sued by Emblaze. Emblaze, <laughs> which is right <laughs> up there, with, right up there with Vectis for like <laughs> evil licensing company for what's described as HTTP live streaming. Is now? it
0: E M Blaze or just
2: M Blaze? M Blaze. E M Blaze. Oh, it is emblazed, yeah. So let's let's. So this is this is a patent for
1: HTTP live streaming in the most generic sense. Not to be confused with HTTP live streaming, known as the artist known as HLS. Correct. Okay. But
2: they did try to also sue Apple over HLS and failed, and tried to sue Microsoft over Smooth Streaming and failed. (laughs) (laughs) So this is just a. (laughs) It's just a bad patent troll. I'm not doing a great job of it so far, but I'm sure you'll get there. I'm sure you'll get that BSD crown. It's like a patent golem. They're just waiting for somebody to not have the
0: patience and just pay them. That's basically it.
2: Yeah, it kind of feels like, oh, hey, look, here's, here's the history of this company's name. Emblaze Video, which were product names under Geo Interactive Media, which then changed to Emblaze Systems, then Emblaze... And then BSD Crown Limited.
1: Wait. So since we initially since put we started this, here, about this since we, since we started this, they changed their name.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it kind of sounds like it, but uh, no, I think that was just us reading the wrong bit of the article. Oh, <laughs> we're nailing it today, guys.
1: Should we go from there to like maybe some Netflix stuff?
2: Yes. Yeah, talk about Netflix. What's going on down the road at Netflix in the South Bay?
1: Well, okay, you, you give the news that was news to me that I had totally missed.
2: <laughs> I can't believe that everyone in this room other than <laughs> me didn't know that Reed Hastings is stepping down as
1: CEO of Netflix. Yeah, I also don't know. I, I, okay, so I blame Twitter, which is a topic we'll talk about in a second. Oh yeah, we'll get to that one. <laughs> I blame Twitter because I can't use Twitter right now because all of my clients stopped working <laughs> last week. And I refuse to use the hellscape that is the native applications. I tried to open one. Like, yeah. How have you people been doing this? I don't use Twitter. <laughs> like Twitter with Tweetbot is glorious. Twitter without Tweetbot, Twitter with the native apps is, it's awful. Truly. Anyway, so I'm, I feel like I'm out of the loop on a lot of things because of this. So mm. Reed Hastings is out. Well, he's, I mean, not He, out. he was still CEO. He, he
2: was, was still, still the... CEO. I think he's stepping down as CEO, but staying on the Board, staying you mean, like chairman board. or something like that. Yeah, I like think staying that. as chairman um, is what I read. But yeah, this is this is one of several interesting things from their
1: Q4 results. So he's stepping down. Well, before we move on from Reed Hastings, I just want to say, real quick, I need to get this off my chest. I feel like Reed Hastings—it's a great name—is a great, great CEO name. name, just like Colt McCoy is a great <laughs> Texas quarterback name. Reed Hastings. Reed Hastings is a great tech CEO name. It is, yeah, really is. I feel
0: like. This is a completely other angle, but it would have been really interesting if they just fired Reed. Like based on their like whole Netflix firing culture and everything, they're just like, oh nope, sorry, Netflix is is too big for you now.
1: (laughs) According to the handbook, the job outgrew you. Yeah. Yeah, Reed. That would have been appropriate. I feel like even if it if it make haste and get out of here. (laughs) 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 Make hastings. (laughs) Read this. So the other news was in their Q4 results. The other news, I the
2: whole—I think all of this was announced in their Q4 results, which was announced last week, right? Okay. So that was one of them that he was stepping down. Uh, password sharing limitations are going to start in nah. Q1. So if you still share a Netflix account uh,
1: with people outside your household, you still have three months to save fourteen dollars. Yes. I think it's like $19 now or something. It does keep
2: going up. It's like
1: $4K, it's like 4K more expensive than it was <laughs> <laughs> six months ago.
0: I feel like I get an email from them every month now. It's like, oh, we're just going to increase it a little bit. We're just going to increase it a little bit. Don't worry about it. And then it's $1 more every single month.
2: Yeah. I think they said they're going to, to add to that, obviously, unsurprisingly, I think there is going to be an option to pay to share it with people outside your house that like won't be as expensive as just like a whole new subscription. Because of how they announced it. The big family plan.
1: I feel like in reality, it's like the the ex that you are on good enough terms that you don't want to like totally burn the bridge with plan. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually what it's named in the handbook. Like I have a lot of friends who <laughs> when they broke up, there was like Can I keep using the Netflix though? And that was like the olive branch that they like continued with.
0: You're okay to keep seeing that person's name every time you open the damn app
2: to avoid the $14. That's not worth $14 to me.
1: Well, I think it's worth $14. It's clearly worth $14 to some people that I know. Man. Then slowly you start passive aggressively changing the names on the other profiles
0: super beautiful new girlfriend <laughs>
1: she goes to another school you don't know her.
2: <laughs> what's a little unclear to to me right now is like how i know i travel a lot right um when i'm traveling i use netflix when i travel and like on my ipad and i i'm a little unclear and maybe i just didn't go and read much about this but like hey like what if my my girlfriend's at home and watching my Netflix and I'm like in the US watching my Netflix? Like how aggressively are they gonna stamp down on that? Mm. Are they gonna categorize like living room devices separately to like mobile
1: devices? Or like didn't they try this already in South like in smaller regions? Like I thought they started like it, there was a there's some news. I feel like we might have even put this in the newsletter yeah. last year about them testing this in like Brazil or something like that like testing some caps. Hmm. And I think they ran into very similar issues mm. with tracking. What is the limit, though? Is it like the
0: number of profiles you can have in the account? Because it's one thing to like share a password. No, wait. Is the password the same for every single yes. person? And so it doesn't really matter if you have a different profile or not. It's just the password. Yeah. You remember when, was it Jimmy Fallon shared like his pass, password on Twitter the Oscars no it was like it was like the Oscars or something like that like he was like oh here's my Netflix password and then like a million people signed into his yeah account okay so the limit is for any one password how many people you can have like watching at one time or something like that yes okay
2: well that's where it gets interesting cuz like i already pay for multiple devices concurrently
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it's supposed to be multiple devices within the same household oh like this happens to, this is actually a thing Like, if YouTube TV ever cracked down on this, it would be really interesting because, like, when I travel, I use YouTube TV all the time. Mm. YouTube TV is also the only household subscription we have to television. So, like, if my partner's at home watching TV and I'm on the road, and then sometimes even, like, we'll have different, we'll have YouTube TV signed into different devices in the house on different streams all at the same time. Mm. Yeah. Best hope that doesn't get cracked down on. I mean, it would just that would be it for me if it, they cracked on that, honestly.
0: Well, you know what's the, the worst part about this? I feel like all the other streaming services are probably just waiting for Netflix to make that move too. So as soon as they do that, then all the other services are gonna be like, okay, great, we have permission
2: to do it ourselves. Yep. Almost like layoffs, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: oh god.
2: Ugh. I mean is that a spicy opinion? Definitely some layoffs happening that are happening.
1: Because it's opportunistically and culturally appropriate right now. I mean, it's, I guess, for for public companies, it's one of those situations where you can't not. Yeah. It's one of those tough things where, yeah, anyway. Speaking of layoffs, Twitter. Oh, is that a bad transition? (laughs) I don't think, I mean, no, given that (laughs) I think they're at like, are they 75% smaller than they were pre Musk before getting musketed? Can you just like
0: walk in the front door now? I mean, I like I walk by their building like every day. I feel like I could just walk in the front door and maybe they don't have like security at the front desk anymore. It's just like
2: they'll actually slap a badge on you and be like, "Could you do some video engineering for us? We really <laughs> need to." Uh...
1: <laughs> like, is there anyone left on their team that knows about video? Like, there's some like people like Demux speakers. Yep, I would I would argue leaders in the video industry that got laid off in all of this. I'm sure they've been snapped up at this point, but some real gits there for a second. And especially given that they're talking about video being a.
2: Yeah. I mean, video, like, that's one of the blue features, right? Is like a more premium, like longer videos, isn't it? What's a blue feature?
1: So the check marks, the check marks. Oh, man, you missed all of this for a second. I, okay. Okay. I, I, have,
0: I have twin two year olds, <laughs> dude.
1: Okay.
2: Pretend we pause the recording to, yeah. for five minutes while we explain to F <laughs> what's been happening
1: at Twitter for a while. The, uh. So they, Elon was like, Power to the people. Everyone can have a check mark for $8. Oh,
0: I do. I heard that.
1: Yeah. yeah. And so then yeah. people would like make an account being like Pfizer 1000 with a check mark and then be like, Free insulin for everyone or. <laughs> uh, <laughs> The other aside from getting to impersonate public companies, <laughs> uh, one of the other blue features is longer videos. Mm-hmm.
2: And I think four k video is going to be under there as well.
1: well, so yeah, somebody the other thing we found was like somebody discovered like four k big like what was?
2: so yeah, there's somebody worked out you could effectively like create a tweet thread of images and like stitch them together as a dash manifest. And serve all of the frames uh, for Big Book Money in four K sixty from like a, a single tweet thread with like a like an externally hosted manifest and all the media chunks like coming off of Twitter. Just like like just using Twitter as a hosting service, effectively yes. And like you, you like this spoof. is so much
1: worse than I thought it was. It, it's pretty crazy because you
2: like you 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 like package a video and then spoof the file as like having a PNG header, so Twitter thinks it's an image, but actually it's like a, a segment of Big Book Bunny um, as the actual media. And then yeah, you create like a you guys create a bot. I can't remember who it is. Uh, David Buchanan, something like that. Yeah, David Buchanan, I think it is. And uh, yeah, create a bot that just creates like a. Ideally private like tweet thread that just has all those images in that are actually video and yeah, and just stitches a manifest on top of it. I mean the amazing thing about that is like even once
0: they know about it, it's gonna take them a year to fix it, right? Like But no one's left working on it.
1: Uh. <laughs> the sync that Elon carried in that one day is gonna go fix this. <laughs> like mm. I guess on that note, DVDs are back. DVDs
2: are back.
1: Don't throw away your DVDs, folks. Keep your DVDs. Okay, so what is what is this one? This was on your. This is you. You posted this link that DVDs. I did that. Your wife was right about DVDs or something. Was like the. I don't, I don't
2: have a wife. Oh, I know, but that was like the headline <laughs> of like the blog my, post or my something. My wife was right about DVDs. Uh, yeah, it's 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 this common thing that we we've seen over the last few years where streaming services, you know, once something's on there, it's not necessarily on there forever, and uh, you know, even beyond that. My favorite one recently was. Uh, I can't remember which show it was, but uh, a guy created a show for Amazon Prime, and then Prime took his show down, and he had no way to stream his own show, his own content that he'd created, which is pretty because crazy. They, because they owned the rights to it? Yep, is that? And, they, and in fact, it gets even worse when, uh, I think this is part of a, a merger deal as well, where Amazon like wanted to write off a bunch of money. like One of the ways to do that was like, write off a bunch of content. And like, oh, okay. It's gone. You can never get this content again. So wait, okay. So it's one thing if I'm like paying for the service. Yeah, and you cancel the
0: service. Okay, but like what if, you know, I bought like a copy of ELF
2: for $15 or something like They
1: can't, they can't oh. take, that they, take that. They they
2: absolutely can They can
1: and do undo, yeah. What? Yeah. Same with Kindle. Yep. What? Yeah, you actually you buy like a temporary license to the content, not actually the content.
2: Okay, hear me out, hey okay, guys, hear me out, guys. Right?
1: <laughs> oh, he is ripping the microphone.
2: The microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Could we solve this using a blockchain?
1: Oh.
0: Blockchain plus hosting it on Twitter.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Twitter will never go down. <laughs> the funny thing is, is like I was just telling somebody the other day that one of the one of the like. Tech failures that I'm the most happy about is MySpace because it deleted a bunch of really embarrassing shit <laughs> from the internet that makes it a lot harder to find because they like, oh no, we lost a bunch of images oh, and, and audio. Shame. So like now people can't find my Screamo band from, 20, <laughs> oh, from man. 2005. Like they won't even like, they won't even say, like,
0: hey, we're gonna take this down, download a copy of it, because you paid for it. No. Because they're not cheap. It's no. not like, yep. like they're, it's the same price, basically, as buying the DVD. Yep. Wow. The world should know that.
2: We're putting it out there. This will go viral because of that actually. <laughs> For the You're on <laughs> notice <two> world. <laughs> we didn't talk about hello video codec. What's that? Yeah, like like Give like us a, a rapid rapid fire like hello. A rapid fire codec. hello video codec It's like a really simple video codec implemented in like really readable code.
1: Nice. What does a really readable code mean? I ask myself that every day. <laughs> really readable code is when you're writing it at that moment and not when you're looking at it a week later. <laughs> well, I think, so like Justin Justin Greer, way pre, like he's a Mux mm. now, but way pre-Mux, he wrote a video codec in Ruby. Which I Ruby think it is did, very readable code. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I think it was like a, a reference implementation of just like, here's how... Like a simple codec works. I'm pretty sure it, it did like one frame every six seconds it, it or was something like not that. Not fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure.
2: <laughs> I think it only did i frames. But it was really interesting. It was.
0: So readable code here means.
2: Look, look, here you go. Turn my laptop and show you look. Yeah, okay. Look. Is that readable?
1: The answer is no, it is not. Okay, super never, readable. Mind, never
2: mind. I was wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> it's like a like a toy codec. Like a toy video codec. yeah, Inter- It's an intracodec. Like du- codec. It's like a duplo
1: block of codecs.
2: Yes,
0: yes. But is that, is that useful? I'm going to play a devil's advocate here, because it's like, great, here's how a video codec works. Is that supposed to like encourage you to go build your own, because there's no way in freaking hell you're going to go take start from there, <laughs> and then go build an actual usable video codec, right? Like it's inspiring
1: some poor SAP to oh, like, go build oh. their own codec. One of my friends actually did go build her own codec. I know many people that have gone and built her own codec, and I don't think any of it's gone well.
2: This one actually went really well. I was, I was surprised how far they got with this one. Like they had like an absolute requirement of no like external dependencies, like FFmpeg could not go on the device. So like any form of like and it was a Linux device, so like pretty much like had to write their own screen recorder for a device. It's like
1: the NSA or something like that? No,
2: no. Didn't you own like one of the devices from from the same company?
1: Apple. No.
2: (laughs) I think they use fairly standardized codecs. (laughs) Uh,
1: What other device do I own? It's not my car, is it? No. (laughs) Are we in like
0: James Bond Q territory here? I don't understand where this is going. I don't either. Okay. M
2: I6. Oh, we didn't talk about the (laughs) the 4K 8K thing either. What's the 4K 8K thing? The phone phone Christian. What? So, uh, IEEE published a study that basically says uh, for the vast majority of use cases, for the vast majority of screen sizes, 8K isn't needed. I feel like we already discovered that with
1: 4K. I don't
2: don't think that needed a study to, to tell us that.
0: Didn't we have a conversation with Matt from Vimeo about this? And like when you actually get the screen up, like if you're doing VR and it's up in your face, Right? Yeah, and that's like,
2: that's
1: pretty different though to like a TV in your home, right? Okay, what's the what's yeah, what's the scope of this? It's all it's like distance from the TV and mm. like how it matters. Like I haven't seen anything that shows the 4K.
0: Didn't John Dahl give a talk on on the
1: like science behind this yeah, at Demux? He, we all like hit ourselves in the face with our phones. There's a whole lot of pictures of people around the office putting measuring tape between their forehead, their eyeballs, and the their monitor.
0: Yeah, there was a good talk that came out of
1: that. Didn't That's we already solve talk.
0: that?
2: Why do we need this little? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I triple Sorry.
1: Yeah, yeah I triple Have you not been to Demux? Yeah. Sheesh. <laughs> Strobe said quality doesn't matter, and then John said actually it does. That one time, yeah, Mm -hmm.
2: yeah. At
1: least we're all on the same page. (laughs) (laughs) Strongly synergy synergy. Unsurprisingly, we'll wrap this. We'll we'll go full circle here. (laughs) And again, the Demux talks are online, and I have to suggest the Strobe talk. It is glorious as usual. How many copies of 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 every
2: talk in the um, playlist, Matt? At this point, one, I think, mm-hmm.
1: it's because I sat down <laughs> and took out mouse, mouse all the duplicates. Matt's about to throw shade on YouTube. Here we go. No, <laughs> no shade to YouTube. But like when I selected all the, to- I was like, I just want to make sure that all of the ones that I just uploaded are in that playlist. Mm-hmm. So I selected all the ones, and then there's like a global add to playlist type dropdown. And it had a little line through that checkbox, which usually means like some of these are, some of these aren't. So I checked that, thinking, okay, this is going to make all of these on the playlist. Little did I know that it was just going to add all of them to the playlist, whether or not they were already on the playlist. (laughs) Which is why some things were so nice, we added them twice. Mm Mm-hmm. But do you have the DVD <laughs> in 8K? That's a good. <gasps> point. That's not a bad idea. Ooh,
2: <laughs> we should release a Demux DVD every year. <laughs> okay. DVD? <laughs> we really going to go reencode the whole thing like five, seven, six I. So by the time
1: <laughs> by the time this podcast is out, there will be, swag be a, for next year. There will be mm. a Demux DVD, and on that bombshell. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're good here. All right, well, thanks everybody uh. for this perfectly good episode. <laughs> we'll see what we come out of here, but okay. um, here. Uh. If you're interested in being a guest on the podcast for one of the normal please episodes, please, to God, God, please. Reach <laughs> <laughs> please reach out. And then we'll subject everyone to no fewer of these because we're going to do these once, a month, once uh. a month. Look forward to seeing you in the next one. If you don't come on as a guest, you will be subjected to. Yeah. <laughs> you get subjected to these either way. So, Thanks for, thanks for joining. We'll see you next time.
2: Bye. Bye.
1: That's all we have for today. But as always, we'd love to hear what you thought, even if you disagree. So please reach out on Twitter at demuxed.
2: To learn more about Heavybit, visit heavybit.com. And while you're there, be sure to check out their library. It's packed with amazing talks on sales, marketing, product, and general management from founders of developer tools companies and other industry leaders.